nothing could ever separate us Cause I'm purchased by your blood All I know down in my heart is that I love you, Jesus All I've been through and how you saved me I It is 6 o'clock Central Standard Time, and Coffee and Jesus has begun. Praise the Lord, everybody. As I wait for everyone to enter in on this evening, just praise the Lord for you all. I pray that uh, everyone's having a great week so far. I know that uh, we've had a tumultuous last, you know, week and a half, if you will. And I just pray that everyone's doing well. So y'all come on in and join me tonight. And once you get in the room, remember that I am unable to physically see uh, what what's going on on Facebook because I'm using a nice little application here. But as you all come in, please say hello and I will speak right back to you. So come on in and make some adjustments here. Praise the Lord. Again, always praise the Lord uh, and let us rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Is anybody excited about God today? Is anyone excited about this season that we're in? I know things may look a certain way, but I'm just grateful tonight that God is awesome. God is awesome. He uh, shall never leave his throne. And I'm grateful. Amen. I'm grateful for what God is doing in this season why because he's decided to include us in it a thing that we can be encouraged about is that god decided to give birth to you in this season remember before we were born before we were formed in the womb says the word of god he knew us he ordained us and he gave us a purpose so i'm grateful knowing that god gave me a purpose that this is the time frame that I'm supposed to be living in. So if anybody else is excited about that, I want you to to just put a clap in the room. I want you to 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 show your excitement for what God is doing. He is so awesome. I'm grateful. I praise his name even now. I know sometimes life can be so busy. There can be so many things going on, but I'm grateful for every moment. And I and I thank God for you all joining us for Coffee and Jesus tonight. So if you could do me a favor, before I dive into our topic for tonight, um, nothing too long winded, nothing uh, too crazy, but I pray that it blesses you uh, as I from my observation post observe what's happening in the world. Just want to share a few thoughts with us that we can begin to just think a little bit, begin to become more prayerful in our lives and be very intentional about every step that we make, knowing this, that every step that we make should be ordered by God. We can't be making steps without God. Because if we do, there's no profit in that. Amen. Ah, Got to take me a little sip. Drinking on some Javalia tonight. Perhaps I can advertise for them and they'll send me some free coffee. So if anybody works for Javalia, feel free to send me some of your coffee because I love drinking Javalia. Again, welcome to Coffee and Jesus. Here we are. It is approximately 603 Central Standard Time. Some of you all are enjoying this via podcast coming later on. And uh, just to speak to podcast land, I'm so grateful for all of you 
this Coffee and Jesus podcast thing is is very new. And the fact that I have the support that I have thus far, I'm grateful. Okay, so tonight I'm going to go ahead and begin. Thank you all for who are here. I would ask that you go ahead and share this video because the gospel is coming. And I can tell you right now, as long as the gospel is coming, as long as God is speaking and I'm out of his way, it'll be profitable. That's the intent of the word of God. That's the intent of conversations about Jesus as we drink coffee is to get the gospel out. The church is intended to be inside out. If you didn't know it, it was never intended to have four walls. Those are just places that we meet and get charged in. But we're supposed to go out and be an example, preach the, preach the gospel to the nations as the book of Matthew, Mark and Luke tell us to. And even John and many other scriptures, we're supposed to go out and, and share Christ. And that is the only reason I'm here. Just want you all to know that uh, I'll study something today in the book of Corinthians that uh, I believe it was in Second Corinthians uh, and and I, and I may be wrong. I, I know I take that back. It was in first Corinthians, but it, it's Paul talking about all of these things that sure he's preaching the gospel. He's teaching people and, and sure he could require something of of them. Sure, he could ask within his domain and not be offensive of things of men. But I want to tell you today, I'm not here to request anything of anybody. The joy that I have is to share the gospel. So here we go tonight. Mouth plagues. And 50 percenters mouth plagues and 50 percenters. Before I get started and explain any of that, I'm going to go ahead and pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you tonight. God, on this very sacred platform. Yes, God, it may have a catchy name, Coffee and Jesus, but literally, God, it is just a platform for your glory. It's a platform to get your gospel out. God, I ask and pray that you bless it tonight such that people are encouraged to continue living in you never giving up on the promise that you've set aside for us, for us that love you. God, we give you glory tonight. We bless you in Jesus' name. So I, I believe that it's befitting to talk about the current state of the union, if you will. There are mouth plagues and 50 percenters out there. Let's talk about mouth plagues. The Bible tells us that fools utter everything they know, not considering this that another scripture says life and death is in the power of the tongue. Life and death is in the power of the tongue and not just the tongue, the tongue as in the appendage, the tongue, but the tongue as in the language whereby you talk and you speak to people and the looseness whereby you have control over your tongue. If you notice one thing in this world right now, everyone has something to say. And I've learned one thing. One thing that that God gives us is the wisdom of studying to be quiet. God may give us many things in, in our private time. But if we have not sifted through the things that run through our mind, not knowing that we were born in sin, we were shaped in iniquity here. More scripture. Hallelujah. Born in sin, shaped in, in, in iniquity, basically. There is no good thing in your flesh. So what I find is people pounce on agendas. They they join social clubs, not knowing what exactly they're jumping into. They speak on things, not knowing what kind of influence that they will make, not knowing that they could very well be killing people. 
by just speaking their mind. Is there anybody that knows of people around them, people that they observe? If you've been quiet long enough, you will find people that talk a lot and kill a lot. I'm going to take a sip. And as I take this sip, people, please go ahead and share this. I want people to know about the gospel. Y'all, we are bringing the gospel to the ears, the eyes and the minds of people as they are casually scrolling through a place that is so demonic. Y'all don't hear me tonight. Y'all don't hear me tonight. Sometimes I have to fight through cobwebs demonic activity just to get to a place on Facebook that I can minister. But I got sensitive now to know that if I put out the right amount of content, the right kind of content, that perhaps when people scroll through my timeline of someone's child or someone's grandmother looks at what's on my page, what's coming across won't be something that will take their spirit out of commission. Share this so that people can get the gospel on tonight. Back to mouth plagues. So we have people that continue to share, share, share information, people that continue to speak. But the Bible says out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So it's things that you utter, but your, your heart has not been prop properly filtered. Even David said, God created me a clean heart and a right spirit. Blot out my transgressions, this iniquity, purge me with hyssop, make me white as snow, because if there's anything that I know, I was born in this, and being a sinner is really easy to do. Come on here. It's in our nature to live a cavalier life with a disregard for the rules and regulations and the laws of our Lord Jesus Christ. It's really, really, really easy to do. And this is why we, our hearts, just from living, will we will get things that, that crawl upon our hearts that will cause us to utter things. And we just think out of the pureness of our heart, we're speaking, but a pure human heart is full filthy. <laughs> a full human heart is full filthy. Hallelujah. So before you speak, before I speak, before any of us speak and utter the things that are on our minds, we must first come under the subjection of the Holy Spirit such that our, our members are not instruments of unrighteousness, but that our tongue can be useful to the building of the kingdom of God. Study to be quiet. Mouth plagues, plagues of verbose conversations, swelling words that cause people to fall. And furthermore, what it's done in this particular date and time is it's caused people to be separated which brings me to my next point. The Bible tells us to pursue peace with all men because without such, no man can see God. So let's talk about this, this current election climate. There are people on both sides of the fence. There are people who are very, very, uh, very much to the right. And they're conservative. And there's people that are very much to the left. And there's people in the middle that don't know which way to go. But there are many people who, their reasons for what they do and their lack of wisdom in how they support and their ignorance for why they support has caused great division, has caused great division without the facts 
People are so motivated by swelling and swelling words. People speak and they say things and it doesn't really matter what's coming out of their mouth. But what does matter is the tone that they speak with and they confuse that tone with authority and purpose. But my people, my friends, the Bible tells me that I should pursue peace with all men. So I don't care what side of the fence you're on. I love you anyway. As I spoke last week, I've seen many things and God has taught me that whatever I see, first thing that comes out of my mouth should be, I love you too. Because I'm speaking to the God that is on the inside of you. We've got to pursue peace. Why am I saying this? I'm talking about the 50 percenters. Let us talk about the 50 percenters. This blew my mind. It blew my mind that the nation was so split down the middle that it's basically without the Electoral College, it would probably be exactly 50 50 uh, with numbers just about. And the thing about that is this. The reason that some people are on either side of the fence doesn't follow the Bible. Let me explain. The Bible tells us that we, again, should pursue peace with all men because without it, you can't see God. And I heard a wise man by the name of Bishop Ferguson, Eddie Ferguson, tell me once, he said, people are all the way on the right. People are all the way on the left. And God is in neither location. God is sitting in the middle, in the balance. And here we are on, on very extremes causing a great divide in our nation. And let me tell you what this does. As I get ready to close, this is going to be a shorter episode tonight. The thing about it is, is that when you make choices to be so driven to be on a side, having no understanding, but you feel like you're forced to choose a side and then you're passionate about that side, it doesn't make you a bad person. But let me tell you this. Do you still retain the Apostle Paul anointing, which in Corinthians he explains that I must be all things to all men. Can you be all things to all men? If you are a certain race, if you're black, can you go in a, in a, in a white at, uh, atmosphere and, and speak to anyone and preach the gospel or teach the gospel or share love to that person? Can a black person go into a, a, a Hispanic environment and minister the gospel and minister love? Can can that person from that same Hispanic environment, uh, let's see, go over to the to the Asian uh, to the Asian neighborhood and, and spread the gospel? The thing the problem is this is that what it shows me is that 50 percent of the country is only able to talk to themselves. And what they do, same thing that the church does is because they're divided, their entire life is not look is not looking in search for God. Instead, they're looking for people to agree with. Good Jesus, God's going to help us tonight. God is going to help us tonight. They're looking for people to agree with when the person that they need to come in agreement with is first God. And then we can have the audacity to speak of first Corinthians. Which says, I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of heaven that we or by the mercies of God, that we all speak the same thing. You'll never get there if you're not speaking what God is speaking. If you're only speaking what a Republican Party is saying or what a Democratic Party is saying or what a Tea Party or whatever party is out there 
or the wigs from the old, whatever party you want to be a part of, if you're not speaking what God is saying, then what are you building? What in the world are you building? I can tell you what you're building. You're building something that is going to forever and always restrict your ability to minister to the other 50 percent of people that live on this earth. And within those groups on both sides are further subgroups that are divided by socioeconomics, people whose whose bank accounts are larger and they don't talk to people who don't quite meet that criteria. Then you have the middle and the lower middle and the so on and so forth. And you have all these people that are separated people. We've got the same God. Jesus, if the God that we serve and that we worship is coming back for one church, then why in the world are we so mad at another party? Why are we so mad? Why are we so angry? Why do none of us understand that that that, that if it's Trump in office, if it's Biden in office, if it's whoever, that whoever ends up there is the will of God. Whoever got there is the will of God. Can we not rest in the fact that God is in charge? That takes no partisanship. People that know me that have deep conversations about these things with me know that I love God and what I pray for and what I prayed for. Some of you noticed a post on my page. I said, vote. I said, pray. Vote and let God be God. That's it. That's it. Because God doesn't want us to be divided. See, one day I pray. This is what I really pray. I pray that we break all of the partisanship because all it is is a replication, a duplication of what happens in our own Christian faith. People are separated. It's so ridiculous. I'm going to tell you, and I can say this being an African-American. I've seen African-Americans that by and large vote Democrat. And so I, I'm going to paint this picture. And so you see the guitar in the back. You know, I'm in the music a little bit. And you see like this divide. I'm, I'm going to paint the whole picture. You see, you see uh, gospel. You see gospel music. And you see Democratic Party. Okay. You see. Contemporary Christian music. Oh, let me come back over here. Let me back up from contemporary. You see, you see African-American people. You see gospel music. You see stellar awards. Come on. Kurt Franklin knows what I'm talking about. You see stellar awards. You see Democratic Party. On the other side, you see. You see Caucasian people. And there's mixtures on both sides. But then and then you see you see contemporary Christian music. And then you see uh, Republican Party. And you see double wards, right? Those types of divides have been there for so long. So when you see when you see political parties, it's all it's all a a an extension of the same. But can I tell you something? I'm so very in love with both sides. Very in love with it. So very in love with gospel music. So very in love with contemporary Christian music. Matter of fact, most of how I sing is like right in the middle because I love both so much. And I, I, I don't understand I've actually pretty much taken a stand that I won't put myself in any in any category because I love it all. I mean, why would I do that? Why would why are you forcing me to be on a side when I just want to be in the middle where God is? The place where we're all supposed to meet. The place where we're all supposed to be on one page. Fifty percenters, man. What is this? What is this divide? What is this separation? Friends, family, <laughs> 
fellow coffee and Jesus drinkers, I'm going to tell you right now, God is coming back for a church singular. He's not coming back for the for the Democrats or the Republicans. He's not coming back for the CCMs or the gospel singers. He's coming back for a church without spot, wrinkle or blemish. And if we have not fulfilled the commandment, which says that you should love your neighbor as you love yourself. And that would be with the love of God. Then none of us are going to be caught up in the rapture. None of us are going to be caught up in the air. And we're going to still be sitting here staring at each other as we go through tribulation together. <laughs> what I want to do is extend to you, my friends, my family, my fellow brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus. Can we please get on the same page? I don't want to see another post with people chanting for one party, chanting for the other. I don't want to see any of that. I can't stand it because I know when you do it, you're making somebody else mad. So if you ever look at my page, it's neutral. Why? Because I'm in the middle. I want to pursue peace with all men because without such, no man can see the Lord. Look, I thank you all. Get rid of these mouth plagues. Stop speaking on everything. Stop talking about everything. Because what you're doing is you're causing people to not love God because you got too much to say. And they're looking to you to be a representation of God, a living epistle, a living epistle read up by men. But somehow, some way you talk too much and you're misrepresenting God. Dial back that verbose language of yours. Seek God and stop talking so much. Mouth plagues, killing people. You should be building people up. 50 percenters speaking to you. It's time to shoot for 100 percent or in fact. Let's shoot for zero. Zero is right in the middle. Not not we're nothing without Christ. Let's go back to the middle where it's zero. There, there we're nothing without Christ. Can I say that again? We're absolutely nothing without Christ, y'all. We're nothing without them. Let's stop all this division and stop doing things that don't matter. Please, for the love of God, let us meet in the middle. I love you so much. Remember that God is in charge. And that all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord and are the called according to this to his purpose, not your own. You're born into this time on purpose. So enjoy yourself. Keep seeking God and know that you're here for a purpose. Y'all, this has been Coffee in Jesus, Mouth Plagues and 50 Percenters. I'll see you next time. Please share this video. I want people to know about this gospel. And also follow me. Follow me on all my social media, that being Instagram maya lockhart that being facebook maya lockhart coffee in jesus on both platforms as well as coffee and jesus on your podcast i'm streaming i'm there and i'm ready to give you this gospel look i love you all y'all have a blessed evening i'll see you later till next week i love you really i do see you in the middle take care Time and time again Yeah